When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Oh, shit. What you doing there? Let me sit down with y'all. I know the vibe, man. Sugar Hill D-Dot. Now I'm here with Dirty Glove Master. God. Man, you better be ready to rock. When you open the seat, then you better move track. If you talk on the guns, you gon' die. Real ish. Alright. We got Sugar Hill D-Dot jumping off the porch with us today. How you feeling, gang? Chilling, bro. Thank you for having me in, my heart. No, for sure, for sure. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us, man. Thank you, bro. For real. So how does it feel to just be able to travel city to city as a young nigga chasing your dream? I mean, it's my first time in the A, so for me, I'm, experience, I'm experiencing it for what it is. But for me, ever since I got famous, I've been traveling more. For me, shit's just, <laughs> it's crazy, bro. <laughs> like, it's, it's different, it's crazy. It's a different type of feeling. For sure. It's just, it's hard to explain when you're a rapper for me, but it just feels feels good for me. It's just hard to explain it when you're a rapper, but it feels good, though. That's real. How can you even describe fame at your age right now? You know what I mean? Like, that shit got to be different. Yeah, 15, I'm 15. Um, I should, like, fans, fans be on me, famous. Like, I had to realize I was famous. I remember I flew out to my... I flew out to Miami, I said, damn, nobody know me in Miami. The fans was chasing me over there. When I went to the mall, when I went to the mall, they started chasing me and everything. So that's when I realized, like, oh, shit, I have fans. That's when I really realized, like, fans for me. Nah, that's real. How would you describe coming up in New York as a young nigga? Nah, just any regular, you know, bro, you know, bro, any regular young nigga from the hood, bro, just trying to do his thing. You already know how it is. No, that's real. Talk about Sugar Hill Harlem. My block is the best block on Harlem. Because Harlem is Harlem. But my block is is a block in Harlem. Sugar Hill. It's basically from like 143rd all the way to like 155th. You know, so that's just my area. That's where I be at and shit. Cool and shit. For me, just regular boy from the hood, for me. You already know. That's real. What would you say makes Sugar Hill the most lit fucking area in Harlem? Uh, my, 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 my spot, like, my spot where I'm from, and, like, my hood always been lit for who it is, Sugar Hill. Like, you know, 145th and Broadway, like, everybody know that place but like Sugar Hill we made it lit like I ain't gonna lie this young generation now we made it lit but like my block always been lit though always like it always been had its own name but now you know like me Didi Osama me for me for me you already know trying to make everything better and then we the reason why Sugar Hill is really like for me just 
because we the rappers from Sugar Hill. But my block then was known. My block got, you know, got their homework behind that people know about. That's real. How would you describe your childhood coming up? For me, any regular, like I said, bro, any regular, any regular little nigga from the hood, bro, young, outside, like I said, anybody will know. If you know, if you like, if you know, you know, for me. That's real. What type of kid would you say you was growing up? Like, uh, a stubborn one. What make you stubborn? A stubborn one. I was, I ain't listening a lot. That's type of kid I was. I only listened to like two people. And they was like my uncle and my dad. Or I never really, I was stubborn a lot. But then I got older, matured myself. That's real. What made you feel like at a younger age, you ain't like listening to authority? Nah, any young kid not gonna wanna listen to their parents at no point gang. You know, one day, you're gonna get tired of them like, oh, you know, talk, talk what you want. But I don't know, I got older gang. Yeah. You understand? So that's when I was younger. Like, of course, everybody did that. Everybody did that in life for me. But I'm older now, so I can't say it. Like, I can't really remember my, my, my really latest memory of that. I can't really remember it. That's real. At what point would you say you jumped off the porch? Young, I've been outside. Like, everybody know me. Little light skin, braids, true religions. Everybody know who I was. I've been outside since, like, this height. Like, like five. I've been, been outside a long time. What's some of the shit you can say you done been through or seen since jumping out the porch at an early age? Like I said, bro, any regular shit from the hood, my heart, like, you gonna see shit in the hood, you gonna, you know, anything, bro, anything, anything, anything with the hood, you know, you gonna grow up and see shit for me, you know, you gonna go through stuff for me. As regular, any boy from the hood, you already know how, yeah, how I go. So at what point would you say you started tapping into the music? Like, I always used to be like a stubborn kid, like I told you, I always used to be like a stubborn kid, but I remember my, my grandma tried to put me in therapy and all that shit, and I never really liked that shit like therapy. You know, therapy is not really for the, for the niggas in the hood and shit, you know? So I had to find my own therapy, and my own therapy was music. So I did my, I did what I did, started like listening to music more. For me, and then like when I turned like 12, probably I wrote my first like first couple of lyrics on a fucking notebook. For me, and then one of my mans, one of my mans took me to the studio because I told me I want to go to the studio, I want to go to the studio, but took me to the studio, and then we went, made my studio. I even went live and everything, bro. Went to the studio, locked it in. For me, did wild. did the first song. What was everybody reacting in the studio? I don't know. That shit was eyes, though. I <laughs> if I hear it now, I'm going to say that shit was eyes, but it was just guys to me, probably. So what led up to the PSA debut mixtape or EP? Now, that was just something I was just trying to drop to mm. 
show my fans something, like, I don't know, something I was just trying to drop at the moment. Six song EP, something. They know. fucked with it, though. Like, they fucked with it. Yeah, they fucked with it hard. Did you expect it to go up like that? No. I was, I just dropped it out of the blue. Like that, I just dropped it. That's crazy. What about when you dropped I Wanna Love You? When I dropped I Wanna Love You, it was like out of the blue too. Like I just got the video and I posted it on YouTube. And then I just, just went up. I didn't know it was gonna do that either. Yeah, yeah. How did it make you feel to know that you started getting the reactions from the Dirks and the Drakes and shit like those people? Made me be like, oh shit, they know me. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like, oh shit, they know me. So what's some of the words Dirk might have gave you before he even brought you out on the tour? Nah, that's broski right there. Um, like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't really, I don't really remember right now this moment, cause, but like, me and him be talking and shit. We, man, I want to go talk to him and shit for me. Got him on, on the contact too. But I can't really remember. The last thing he told me was before I performed was go, was go kill, a, kill a crowd, like go kill that shit. That's the last thing he told me when I saw him. He told me go, go perform, go kill that shit. That's what he told me. That's crazy. What's some shit Drake told you? Nah, Drake, uh, Drake told me and my son Didi, my son Didi Osama, no Didi, um, he told me and that we're going to be superstars. That's what Drake told me. How did it make you feel like two of the biggest superstars in rap right now done gave you the green light, like, shit yours, bro? I don't even know. It's a different type of feeling. Sometimes I don't even know how to react to it. Like, you know, you take so much else and take so much else. When you take a W, it's like, you don't, you don't know how to um, celebrate to it because you done took so much else. So you just, you just, you just, you know, hold it down. You're like, oh shit, like you show a little bit of reaction, but you don't, you know, you don't throw a whole party about it. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. That's real. Would you say it's hard to make it out? Not if you put, if you, if you do what you want. Not if you do in your dream. Not if you, if you slacking and you being lazy. Yeah, you're going to stay in Harlem your whole life, but... If you're following your dream, you're gonna, you're gonna make it out of Harlem. Oh, that's what I did. Real spill. We'll talk about make a mess, man. Ain't got the motherfucking world going crazy right now off that shit. New track, I ain't gonna lie, just dropped that for me. Had to do from the block, but I did that in the studio. I had to like, just go into the studio, track some shit in, and then for me, I made a mess in the studio. So, <laughs> that was all. So I just did the song. Then for me, everything was locked in, and I dropped it after. That was real. I know early in the interview you told me that when you record music, it was therapeutic for you. So 
walk us through your creative process on how you create music. I write my music. I just write it myself. And sometimes, like, at the moment, it wouldn't be, I'll just do the song, but then when I'll listen to the song later, it'll be my therapy. Not just my music, every music, like music in general is my therapy. Like little Dirk music, mad people music is therapy. No, I feel that. So besides music, what's some of the other things you want to dive into? Acting. I really want to do acting. I want to be like on power on some shit, or like BMF or anything, you know? I want to be like on mad other shit. I don't really know how to, I don't really know like what else to be. Like I just be watching like mad acting movies. I want to be like an actor and a rapper, you know? Tell 50 throw you a power roll, man. I actually fuck with 50 a lot, bro. I was doing my research a lot on him the other day. No cap. Doing my research on him. Doing my research on him. A lot of him, on Tony Yeo, all of them. I was doing my research on them. Just doing my research on them, seeing like, you know, because I'm young, I wasn't around that era. So yeah. when I was doing, I was just doing my research on them. For me, but 50, want to throw me a little power scene? Come on. <laughs> that'll be cool. So doing your research, like that's kind of rare that you hear like younger artists saying like, "Hey, I went back and studied the game." Woo woo. So what's some shit you can say you don't learn from the goats from that came before you? Just keep going, bro, cause they they was they human beings just like us, bro. So they was going through shit in life too, bro. No cap. So they had to make it for me. So that means we can make it too. That means if I made it this far, that means anybody can make it too. If the goats made it that far and they talking to us, bro, yeah, we got a chance. No, that's real. Talk about how you and DDO Summer finna shake shit up for the years to come for Harlem, man. Yeah, me and Didi got a little, you know, on the way a little, you know what I'm saying? Can't tell y'all too much, but that's broski right there. It's my brother. Yeah, I already know the vibes. How would you describe y'all chemistry while making music and shit? Nah, we just mad goofy. Me and D, like we mad goofy. We don't, like we if we go in the studio and then we gotta make a song, it'll take us like an hour to make a song because we'll just be <laughs> talking mad shit or for me just being us, for me. That's real. What's one of the changes you want to see happen or be made by you from this music shit? I ain't gonna lie. I'm proud of everything I've done for myself with this music shit, bro. I don't think there's nothing I can regret. I, I, no cap. I met my son Dirk, met Drake. I did a lot of shit that I never thought I would do. So I appreciate this shit. I don't think I regret nothing. Shit was like a blessing. When can we expect the project, man? I can't tell you that though, broski. <laughs> you know I can't tell you that. Come on, man. Coming 2023 though. That's it's coming on. though. It's coming. What soon. can we expect from that bitch? Soon. New sound. I'm not the same D-Dot from four or five months ago or the D-Dot that you're hearing now. Melodic more, real rapping. For me, I'm, I'm not coming in as a drill artist anymore. I'm really becoming an artist, you know what I'm saying? No, that's real. Would you say drill is dead? 
know everybody doing the same thing, man. I can't really talk for nobody. Everybody doing the same thing. Everybody just wanna keep this in and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to talk about the bitches. No? Yeah, it's Phil. Any last words and shout outs? Uh, shout out to myself. Cause I'm so iced out. And other words, shout out to myself. Cause I'm just me. And shout out to y'all. Shout out to my fans. I love y'all. Thank y'all for everything. I love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting me. It's D-Dot. Y'all know I'm dripped out already. Y'all already know. Rolly on the wrist. Y'all already know the vibe, man. Gang. Okay. Man, you better be ready to rock. When you open the seat, then you better move